I am so glad that you have joined us today. It's Christmas Eve, and we're able to celebrate together. So thank you for tuning in today. What an incredible time we've already had together. Christmas Eve, it is a time of wonder. It is a time of joy. Christmas Eve, it's a time of excitement. It is a time of laughter. Maybe even Christmas Eve could be considered a time of sadness, perhaps even a time of loneliness for some. It's Christmas Eve, and maybe this year, it really isn't exactly all that we had hoped this year would be, and certainly not all that we'd planned for this year to be. It's Christmas Eve, and our God wants us to know that His Light and love is able to dwell with us. Why? Because it is Christmas Eve. Amen. That's really what the Christmas story is all about. Reading from John chapter 8 and verse 12. Verse 12 shares, when Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. When it feels so dark, sometimes it's hard to have hope. 2020, well, let's face it, it's taught us a little bit about that, right? But sometimes when we are most desperate, that's when we experience the beautiful presence of the Lord. That's because God is in the business of bringing light to the darkness. Christmas, well, it's all about Jesus Christ, the light of Jesus Christ shining into our world. It can be easy to focus on what Jesus is all about because here's the deal. Jesus came for the world. He came for you. He came for me. And I want all of us to know that he is the light that shines in our darkness. The light of Jesus is for you. Amen. But if you miss the personal element, you'll miss really the entire reason for Christmas. 2020, well, it certainly has taught us a few things, taught us the true value of relationships. In times of isolation, in times of loss, we see just how important relationships are to each of us. And Christmas is exactly about that, our personal relationship with Jesus Christ. You see, the Christmas story, it didn't begin in a manger. It started in the heart of God. He would stop at nothing, absolutely nothing to be with us. God became flesh and dwelt with us. He lived with humanity. It's a very simple story. We couldn't go to him, so he came to us. Jesus is God and he became human. Jesus lived, died, rose again to be our savior. Praise God. The real reason that Jesus came was so that he would become our savior. Through his sacrifice, he saved us from our sin so that we, well, so that we could just simply be able to make our home with him. The light of Jesus comes to us in a way that allows every human being to live in the light of God as his spirit resides in 
our souls. In the Old Testament, what we find is God was above us. Sin separated God from humanity. When Jesus came, God was with us. Emmanuel, God with us, living, breathing, interacting with humanity. The ultimate gift that resulted from Calvary is that God can now live in us. Amen. The power of the Holy Spirit is alive today and able to dwell within us right now. The promise of the scripture is still available for us today. God is able to dwell in us, his spirit to saturate our hearts and lives. You see, his light overcame the darkness. Now his light can live in us and shine through us. Praise God. If you believe that, why don't you tell someone beside you, I am so grateful for God's love shining into my heart. I'm so glad that his love is able to shine into the dark parts of my soul. Type it in the chat and say, God, I am thankful for grace. I am thankful for your mercy demonstrated in our lives. Amen. Just like the light of the bright star on the night that he was born, the Christmas story, it begins and brings that light of God into our dark world. On the darkest night of this year, December 21st, something historical happened. Maybe you heard about the brightest star in the winter solace, darkest sky. The star of Bethlehem was seen for the very first time in over 800 years. The closest alignment of Saturn and Jupiter, it was certainly a wonder to behold. I don't know about you, but the timing of this celestial event was not It wasn't lost on me. In the darkest of nights, the most spectacular light was shining for all to see. In the same way, the stars shone so brightly to herald the birth of Jesus Christ. This light calls our attention again to the creator and to the true reason for the season. In this weary, dark year, It's as if God wants us to know that we are not alone. Amen. I'm so grateful to declare today that you, my brother, my sister, my friend, you are not alone. He wants to remind us of the true reason that we can have hope today. He desires for us to turn our hearts and minds once again to the manger, to turn to the peace that came in that chaotic world, that peace that is here for us right now in our turmoil, in our strife. The beautiful star of Bethlehem was an incredible reminder. Jesus' birth, it brings life and hope. It brings joy. It brings peace. He shows up in a time when we need him the most, and not just when the world needs it the most, but when I need it the most, when you need it the most, I'm grateful today that God knows exactly where we are and exactly what we're going through right now. If you've ever stargazed at night, it's easy to realize just how small we are and how vast the universe really is. But there's also a sense that I was created for a purpose. I was created with purpose. That's why he came for you. That's why he came 
for me because you are the apple of his eye. You are worth the high cost of salvation. This year, he wants you to know again that his light, his light dispels all darkness. Amen. His light came for the world. His light, it came for you. There are times in every person's life when despair, when it sets in like a cloud and there are only shadows and really just a little bit of light. It looks like nothing's gonna work out and the future promises no change. It seems like hopes are dashed, dreams can die. It's in those times the hard questions come. Just before Jesus was born, the Jews, well, they were desperate for a miracle. Cruel soldiers were walking the streets. Taxes of Rome, well, it kept the folks, the people in poverty. They wanted freedom from bondage, wanted freedom from captivity. They wanted to experience life as they once knew it. Their hearts longed for the promises of the Lord that he would send Messiah into the world. They clung to the words of the Old Testament prophet Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, ever, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. God's people, they're holding on to the promises of God, praying that the light of the Lord would shine into the day. Their world was hard. Their world was cynical. But there was a breath of hope that was blowing across the hearts of people. There was a sense that God was about to do something amazing, something miraculous. It sounds, well, a lot like where we're living today, right? We're all hoping. We're all praying, dreaming of peace, dreaming of unity, dreaming of a good life. And sometimes those things feel a little out of our reach, but as God is with us today, we've got hope today. My brother, my sister, we've got to know, we've got a hope that he is the peace speaker and he's able to speak peace into your life. Amen, amen. Why is that? Because we have a hope that's not found in us, but it is found in Jesus Christ. Christ. Because of the light, Jesus has already redeemed and bought back that which was lost. The light of Jesus, it transforms our darkest situations. It brings salvation. It brings peace. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8 and 28, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to to his purpose. This doesn't mean that all things are good, but it does mean that God can transform any situation, 
and bring about peace. He can bring about healing. He can bring about strength and deliverance. God works in the good things. He works in the bad things because he can transform all things. Amen. Do you believe that today? God can work in the good times, the bad times. Why? Because he can transform all times for his glory. The only power that darkness has is to convince someone that there's no light. Darkness takes hope away. Light, well, light simply brings hope into our situation. More than anything, I want you to know that his light is for you. Amen. His light's for you. His light is greater than any darkness you are facing right now and what you will face tomorrow. His darkness will is, is over everything to know that God is with us. Even though Satan's darkness is trying to cloud our view today, we serve a God that's greater than the darkness, greater than Satan, greater than our enemy. God's light, it brings hope and healing and peace in the midst of what we see in the natural. Even the execution of Jesus, it could not extinguish the light. The good accomplished through the cross would transform the worst of the world. The light of Jesus would turn evil into good and cursings into blessing. And the best news, his light can transform your life today. Amen. His light, it can transform your life today. When we fully commit to him, he is the one who turns our lives around. We're worth so much to him. We have infinite value to him today. We are his children, the sheep of his pasture, heirs to a heavenly kingdom. The day is coming when bad news will no longer exist. It won't even exist in our memories. Why? Because darkness will be gone forever and we will be living exclusively in the lights. The Prince of Peace came to Bethlehem. He comes again to you right now. He comes to bring peace that surpasses all understanding. His light, it dispels darkness and empowers us to shine for him. He came for the darkness and he will do whatever it takes to bring you into the light. Why don't you receive that light today and allow that light to shine brighter than anything that might be sorrowful in our heart, anything that might be causing us pain or hurt or sadness today. His light is greater in our darkness today. Our suffering and shame, we need to turn that over to the Lord today. What do you need right now? As you are hearing this message, what is God speaking to you about on this Christmas Eve? You can find it in God's light and his love for all of humanity. We're about to pray today. We believe that God is gonna do a work in your life. And I pray right now that God would speak hope in the midst of your dark situation. Let's pray right now. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. Thank you, God, for all that you've done and all that you're about to do. Right now, God, I pray your hand be upon every one of us right now. We're tired of living life in doing it on our own today. I'm tired today of living in the darkness of this world and being 
and being a part of all the struggles that I witness in my life. Right now, God, I surrender my life over to you. Forgive me, God, of sin that I have committed, Lord. Forgive me, Lord. I receive, Lord, your love in my life. I want your joy and your peace in my life. I want to receive your spirit, the baptism of your spirit in my life. Speak life into my life, I pray. Let your light shine in me, God. I pray your light shine within me because I desire ultimately to be a light for you here on earth. We thank you for it all. We declare it together in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.